Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Space Jam, A New Legacy. Directed by Malcolm D. Lee, Space Jam, A New Legacy is the live-action animated sports comedy film which serves as a standalone sequel to 1996's Space Jam. It is the first theatrically released film to feature the Looney Tunes characters since Looney Tunes Back in Action from 2003 and combines live-action, traditional hand-drawn animation and 3D CGI effects. The movie is out now in cinemas and HBO Max in the United States. But if you haven't watched Space Jam and Legacy yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Space Jam A New Legacy stars basketball player LeBron James as a fictionalised version of himself, along with Don Cheadle, Chris Davis, Sonequa Martin-Green and Cedric Joe in live-action roles, while Jeff Bergman, Eric Bowser and Zendaya headline the Looney Tunes voice cast. Jason, you have the plot. The Looney Tunes and a basketball star play a game of basketball. Sound familiar? He does. <laughs> More specifically... Superstar LeBron James and his young son Dom get trapped in digital space, uh, a shared Warner Brothers virtual multiverse um, by a rogue AI played by Don Cheadle. To get home safely, LeBron teams up with Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck and the rest of the Looney Tunes gang for a high-stakes basketball game against the AI's digitized champions of the court, a powered-up roster called the Goon Squad. So here we have it, a new Space Jam movie. Now, we fully covered in depth the first Space Jam movie on the latest episode of Rewind and Review. We I'm did. glad that we did that. This is a whole, a whole new thing. This is, yes, it's a new thing. <laughs> we, we were saying, on and off air, the more footage we were seeing for this movie, the more... It was putting us off to the point where we were even questioning, is this a movie we even need to see? Do we yeah, want I, I, did, I did get to the point where, like, ex- that's exactly what happened. I was just like, I was like, I just don't want to watch this movie anymore. But something happened the day of, the day that I knew I was seeing this movie. I went to work, I was you know, thinking about it for a bit. I finished work and I was like, well, I'm going to go pick the wife up and we'll... We'll go out for grab something to eat, then we'll go watch Space Jam and New Legacy. And I was like, Do you know what? I'm excited. I got a little bit excited. I, I don't know where it came from. It went like Simon just kept going down, 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 and then it shot straight up on that on that day. And then I watched the movie. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say this though. Those ads are doing this movie a big disservice. For the most part, in the trailers, the TV spots, you're getting 3D Looney Tunes. What do we yeah. maybe, it feels like what, maybe an hour into the movie, maybe, and the Looney Tunes were still 2D. They stayed yeah. for a very long time, and I was so happy. We got the classic outfits or basketball, what are we calling them? Sports clothing, oh, we struggle. Oh, we went, we learned nothing <laughs> from our rewind and review episode. Oh, my god, they're um, they're jerseys. jerseys. Yeah, let's do that anyway. Know. They've got the classic costumes. I know it's not a costume, but you know what I mean. That was good, <laughs> and we got it in 2D, and then we didn't. They, you know, after watching they this changed. movie, <laughs> I had to Google 
why do basketball players wear sleeves? Because I legit didn't know. And I was like thinking, is it because of, a lot of them do, like LeBron James does. And I'm pretty sure oh, wow. Lola Bunny did as well. And I'm like thinking, is it because, like, because he does have a lot of tattoos, that like maybe they've got, he's got a tattoo that for some reason isn't appropriate. <laughs> so he has to cover that, it up during basketball is that what it games. Is? Oh, yeah, it's, um, it's, to, it's to avoid injury. It's oh, like, right. a, like a compound wrap, but it's in a sleeve. That's why a lot of okay. sports personalities and basketball players wear them. But I was watching a lot of the movie thinking, why is that sleeve? What is it? Quick Google, <laughs> quick Google search after the movie answered that question. But yeah, they go from the classic outfits, again, don't know what I'm saying, to the new <laughs> blue, orange. And you know what? Out of all the things, out of all the things... You know, like going into this, I was, it was like, ah, oh, you know, these new, these new outfits, jerseys, whatever. I was like, ah, oh, we don't need them. Like, just stick to this. I didn't mind them. They looked, they looked pretty decent on the yeah, no, me screen. Too. Like, yeah. and they we got, worked. And we got the classic one as well. You know, it wasn't until after watching the movie, and I didn't even come to this conclusion myself. I read it online. So in that first movie, they're going to outer space. Space Jam. That's the name yep. of the movie. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Cyberspace. That's why it's still oh. Space Jam. Yeah, again. Okay. okay. I didn't work it out. I read it online. No, I was I was fully like, God damn it, they're not even going into space. There's cyberspace. No, like, cyberspace. That's um that's where we are. I did read as well when I finding okay. out that originally, like Danny DeVito in that first movie was going to be live action, and then they decided to make him animated. And then in this movie, for oh, the okay. most part, obviously Don Cheadle as Algae Rhythm is live action. He was fun. He was clearly having a ball. He was he enjoying was just, himself. Yeah, I think Don Cheadle was just having a good time. And that, I mean, that worked. That worked. In terms of his portrayal and putting a villain on screen, it worked. Not really many complaints. Like, kids' movie, bad guy, clearly bad guy, clearly, uh, you know, motivated to. Do bad things. Yeah, I bought it. It worked. Sure. Can you remember in that first movie? <laughs> and of course you can, because we literally like a week ago spoke all about we Space did. Jam 96. Yeah, yeah. That movie had such fun cameos, whether it's Bill Murray, Wayne Knight. <laughs> you know, there were some really good people popping up in there. I've got to be honest, I never thought I would be so disappointed to see Michael B. Jordan as I was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. I was so excited. Oh, 100%. And you know what? Out of, I think it's interesting that you mentioned that so early in this uh, discussion here because out of all the jokes and the, the fun that this movie is, you know, trying to make you have, that was the only time I laughed was when it was Michael B. Jordan. And yeah, it was like me, like, I, I, like yourself. They hooked me. I bought it. I was like, oh, shit. Like, Michael Jordan is yeah. he's, he's going to come in, say a few wise words, maybe call back to the, um, you know, Michael's secret stuff or something. I don't know. I don't know. He's going to do something. Or was he just going to come in and say, like, you know, you guys can do it. And it's, yeah, sons of bitches. Yeah. I think Michael it was Bidwell. more... But a good gag. Good mm, gag. It was. But I think it was going to be more him saying something to LeBron James. And just him having that extra nudge. Okay, guys, we can do this. Yeah. But no, it was Michael B. Jordan. And yeah, like, it was fun. It was, it was a fun yeah. gag. But yeah, still disappointed to see him. Because I'm like, wow. 
no, if we're if we're if we're talking LeBron James, but I mean he he's no Michael Jordan. I mean that we just got to put that out there. He's not, but he is a big name in in basketball, and you know he's been doing a few movies here and there. One of your favorites, Trainwreck. Yep, is in mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I mean I've never, I mean other than having to take part in basketball during high school. I've never had anything to do with basketball outside of that first Space Jam movie. But even then, as a kid, I knew who Michael Jordan was. But, but it wasn't just, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Like, he was a big personality. Like, he transcended the sport. Like, he was just such a big personality. Years, you know, years removed now. And I guess for other people, that's who LeBron James is. But for me, he isn't. Like, the guy hasn't really been in my radar like you know you mentioned he has done a couple of films but it's it's very different to what michael jordan was back then but yeah. i get it like he is a huge sports personality in his own right and it's why he's the lead in this movie but do you know what like the difference what they're doing in this movie it's you know with that first space change movie it was it was hey the looney tunes have a problem and they need help so they seek out Michael Jordan. In this movie, it's all LeBron James. It's LeBron James, LeBron James's family, his son. He gets caught up in this. He has a problem. And then, well, he doesn't really seek out the Looney Tunes, but Bugs Bunny is where he um where he lands at the feet of, and and then it's and then the Looney Tunes pretty much come to his rescue, even though there were definitely better options, which LeBron James points out. But uh, nonetheless, it's just, there's a big flip there. The movie really is focused on LeBron James as a character. I don't know, maybe they were trying to be like, um, you know, we, we, we talked about how Michael Jordan had, you know, a bit of a wooden sort of uh, character personality in that movie, I just, just against the Looney Tunes. I think maybe this time around they were like, hey, let's try and really do something extra with, you know, our human character, our, our sports star. And I guess they really, really went for it with it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I mean, they clearly didn't want to just make the same movie again. Although, is it Bugs that points out that, hey, this is familiar. <laughs> when, you yeah, know, it's, it was Looney Tunes, a basketball game to save the day. Yeah, that is what happened in that first film. But they clearly going out of their way to do something different. LeBron James, he goes to the Luton world, which wasn't his first choice. That's where the rejects were. But then we find very early on, Bugs Bunny was the only one to stick around because all the other characters went to different worlds, and I guess we can get to that. But then, even though LeBron James goes there needing help, very quickly, Bugs Bunny is manipulating him because he selfishly, just wants to get all his friends back. Yeah, Lunatune like using it as a yeah, using the situation as a and get the team back together because we have a cause. And then LeBron James twigs on what's what's actually happening. So I get your point that yes, he does need the help instead of it being the other way around. But Bugs quickly turns it around to serve him. I found it weird that it, it just felt like so long until we got to the Looney Tunes. It just felt like the movie, just so much was happening and so much story and plot and characters that just weren't Looney Tunes. And then, mm, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like 
this wasn't a Looney Tunes movie. And I know that's a ridiculous thing to say because, I mean, they do feature so heavily in it, but it's just, yeah, I get what you're like, saying. It's just, I get yeah, it. Eventually, mm. eventually do. It takes us a while to get there. But I guess the movie wants us to have fun with that. Like, we're going to start having bugs reunite with the rest of the Looney Tunes one by one. Okay, let's go back to the beginning for a moment. That first movie, it got me. Like, when it was young Michael and he was shooting basketballs and his dad was there and he's like, hey, you're getting pretty good at this. You know, we spoke about it on the other show. Yeah, and, yeah. And that, and that got me. And it carried me through that, that movie, you know, because yes, it's about a basketball player and Looney Tunes, but these movies have always been about family. And the start of that first movie got me. And again, I'd been put off a lot of the ads for this movie. And as soon as the movie started, you've got LeBron James as a kid and his mum. She's having to work at the diner. She can't come to the game. because She's got shifts to work. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So it was giving me something more real than what I thought I was going to get. It felt more grown up in that sense. Whereas yes. it was just like kiddie madness in a lot of the ads. Yeah. So I did, I did like that, but you're right. It did take us a while to get to, to the Looney Tunes. And, you know, with Dom in particular, or Dom really, his dad's been really hard on him. And he's like, you need to be the best, the best basketball player. His kid clearly has got different interests. So, you know, there's a whole thing about acceptance, you know, which you kind of would hope was going to be in this movie because that's what we got in that first movie. But that journey to find all the Looney Tunes and go into all, all the different worlds. What did you think to that? Let's talk about some of them because there's, there's a lot, isn't there? Well, I mean, as a whole, I mean, to get into, to get into all of that, the journey to, to recruit the, the rest of the Looney Tunes and, and, you know, everywhere that they are, I mean, we've got to talk about Warner Brothers as a whole. We've got to talk about, um, what did they call it? The, the Cyberverse. Is that what they called it? The Cyberverse? We've got to talk about all of the cameos, the Warner Brothers IP. So many. Just cross-marketing, promotional, uh, whatever the hell you want to call it. Just all of that. Basically, this movie... Just goes, hey, this is everything that... It's, it's basically like an ad for HBO Max. That's what this is. It's like, this is all the stuff that Warner Brothers owns and we're going to show it to you. Here's a 20-minute segment of the Looney Tunes featuring in the various properties that we've got. And that's what we watch for a good 20 minutes. It you've is. You've got The Matrix. You've got Mad Max. Yep. You've got... Which is bizarre. Uh, you got Roadrunner. Superman, Wonder Woman. It's... The Superman one, at first, like, oh, okay, I'm kind of... I'm on, you I'm can't on, help I'm but on... get a little bit excited. You're like... No, this no, is... no I'm on two minds, right? Because but, yeah. visually, I really like the fact that they've gone for the Bruce Timverse and it's Superman, okay. the animated series. That's the yeah. animation style you've got. It's the Bruce Tim designs. That's great. But then... They chose to use the John Williams Superman theme. No. If you're gonna do it, do it. Like if you're gonna do <laughs> if you're gonna do Superman the Animated Series, or whether it be Justice League, but Superman the Animated Series specifically, use the Shirley Walker music. You warn a brother. Do you know what you've got you know it. What that, do you know what that really s- sums everything up as? It's like much like 
much like a marketing ploy or like an, yeah, basically like advertisement. They went for the things that people, the viewer watching this movie would recognize and go, Oh, and I'm that idiot that did this because yeah, it's like, Oh, this looks like Batman, the animated series. This is cool. I recognize that. And then it's like, Oh, John Williams, Superman theme. That's like the best Superman theme. I, I love it. I'm hearing that. And, that's what it is, but they're not putting any thought or heart no, into it, it, which much. you would have done. You would have said, yeah. look, do this correctly. This is the music that we would hear here. No, it's like, nah, the audience knows the John Williams yeah. thing. And that, that will... you know what? I've got a that's big issue with it. I've got a bigger issue with that than I actually realized until you validated my comments. Because the, the, the same, whole, the the same thing point. with the Wonder Woman segment. It's animated, but I it's can't the... get Superman for a moment. The whole point is that they've gone to that world. They have gone to the world of Superman, the animated series. I've seen every single episode. At no point whatsoever does the John Williams theme appear. So if you go into that <laughs> world, it should look and sound yeah. like that world, surely. Again, this doesn't have heart and soul and thought <laughs> put into it. It's just, hey, this is what we've got. This is a licensed character that we own or whatever. Saying that, Let's thoroughly, cross them over with the Looney Tunes. <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> the Wonder Woman Lola Bunny segment. That worked for me. Look, it, I really liked as, that one. As little standalone segments, there's a lot of fun to be had. There's a lot of like interesting little gimmicky little moments. But one after the other, it's like, I don't know. If calling back to The Matrix, it's like, how old is that movie now? Like, are we still doing Matrix parodies? Keep like, in mind, though. I mean, Warner Brothers. They've got a new one they, coming up, so they're yes, advertising Matrix 4. They That's what they're want, doing. They want you to know there's another Matrix movie coming. We're getting and they're doing another, more Mad Max. So. I was going to say, we're getting a Furiosa prequel. So, yeah. yeah. They, they want... It's as if, okay, kids... Look at what the Looney Tunes are doing. Adults, look at what we're doing sequels to. We're doing another Wonder Woman. We're doing this another movie Matrix. We're doing another Mad Max. An ad. This movie is an ad for everything that Warner Brothers owns, everything they've got coming, everything that you can find on HBO Max. Yeah. There's a lot. I just want to say... Before Space we... Jam, A New Legacy, out now on <laughs> HBO Max. Before <laughs> we move past Wonder Woman, I do like that they got Rosario Dawson to reprise the role of Wonder Woman. She last played her in Wonder Woman Bloodlines that we yeah. reviewed, I think. Was it last year or earlier this year? But then it's like, you know, again, like they're they're playing the they're playing the the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman live action music. They might as well yeah. just had Gal Gadot voice her, you know? Like what else? I looked I up the casting <laughs> afterwards. I didn't pick that it was Rosario Dawson. Because they clearly are going for the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. You know, mm. a movie they're going to make a sequel to. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, right, Wonder Woman Now on let's HBO Max. <laughs> let's move to the crowds because... Oh, wow. so bloody wow, distracting. Wow, wow. Now, in the US, as you mentioned, it's on HBO Max. People can watch it at home and pause. I found it so distracting. And I got to the point yeah. where I, I, I tried... Okay, so stop looking now. So try yes. and, It was taking my attention away from the movie. It was like, what? Watch the basketball it. game. Yeah, but watching <laughs> it at the cinema, you kind of blinking, you'll miss it. Although we do get a lot of repetition. Some are light. For example, Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin, 97. That was fun. <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, though. Which was, you know, it was just, let me just run through because there is so many. 
and I was trying to take note when I was watching. Okay, so this is what we've got in the audience. We've got Iron Giant, King Kong, Pennywise, you know, the killer clown from the It yeah, movies. Yeah. He's in yeah. this. <laughs> the Herculoids, Frankenstein Jr., Space Ghost, The Mask. And I'm thinking, hang on, is that Warner Brothers? It was a New Line movie. So there you go. You've got the mask in the crowd. <laughs> Voldemort, Batman and Robin, The Wizard of Oz Monkeys, The Nun, you know, for the conjuring. Of course. Penguin, the Danny DeVito version. Oh, and the um the 66 version as well. Yep. Uh Catwoman, she's in there. The Flintstones. Oh, there is just so much. And I get it, it's just like a video game. When you've got background characters in a video game, like and they're essentially just gonna move from side to side. You know, almost like when you're selecting a player in a fighting game, and they're yeah. just kind of doing that motion, like that soft bounce from side to side. After a while, that really annoyed me. And, oh, and it was intentional, but all it the was characters like they weren't even... were on a loop, and they weren't reacting. In fact, you know what? The main thing they that weren't happened... reacting to the game. Yes, that's something was happening. No, they weren't it was because scary. yes, because they're just just they're doing the same motions. Their reactions are exactly the same, regardless what's happening in the game you know the whole point of the movie the big basketball game that they're gonna have <laughs> yeah i reckon no nah, the 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 background characters were too distracted by the other background characters they weren't watching the game so they were <laughs> it was so distracting watching that and i couldn't help but just just stare at everything in the background just because i'm like i'm so interested in even though a little part of me was like i'm not interested at all but like you can't help it but on that as well it's like it's not like I don't know. It would have been pretty epic. And I know this is completely unrealistic, but imagine if they did have like Arnold Schwarzenegger as, as Mr. Freeze, you know, Danny DeVito as, as the penguin and, and stuff. But it wasn't, it was like, it was just random people dressed up. They, they look like cosplayers mm, or they look yeah, they like do. people from like Saturday Night Live doing a sketch, like those kind of costumes. Yes. You know? like, that is, it looked like yes, a guy it? dressed as the mask. It didn't look like Jim Carrey in the mask. With the like, the quality wasn't it? They looked like cosplayers in the background, which kind of just it was just like, well, it's not like a cameo, it's just people in costumes. I mean, the comparisons to Video Player One are there, aren't they? And we thought that yeah, before, well, you know, going into it, yeah. But at least you like with Video Player One, it was like there was a reason for it, it's like because people could choose those skins i guess like those avatars i mean they're all cgi so it's like but there's a reason but it's like with here it's as well there's real people in a costume and it's yeah ah, but speaking of though real people do get brought in like they really do raise the stakes like if lebron james loses the game people just die and get locked in the game they don't don't die they just stay there forever Someone pulls the plug. Worse than death. <laughs> Until someone pulls the plug. Oh, Don't God, I'm afraid Ralph will ever again. We mentioned Lola Bunny a couple of times. So a lot of people got upset because Lola Bunny wasn't portrayed as being sexy anymore, which is yeah. something they did for some reason in that first movie. I yeah, no matter what you really... feel about it, um, yeah, you we all got uncomfortable when I did. But, okay. I kind of, I get what they're, they're trying to be more, I guess, more modern, more, you know, like politically correct, more family friendly with, with the Lola character, but I don't know. It, and it, it sickens me that I, that I have this 
train this this thought and this um i guess stance on this but it's like there was there wasn't really any point to a character anymore like she wasn't really a i mean she was probably she's the, the best only, looney tunes player yes the only <laughs> looney tunes that that can actually like, play games you know though 10 years ago there was an animated series the looney tunes show and in that show the animators did a redesign and made the character less curvy and that's pretty much the design they've used for an ultimately made 3D in this film. Sure. A lot of people are getting upset because, hey, in this first Space Jam movie, you know, Lola Bunny was all curvy and flirtatious. But again, she's a rabbit. So, you know, the fact that she isn't anymore, I'm okay <laughs> with. But people are responding to it as if it's just happened where it actually happened 10 years ago. No, yeah, it's definitely been... I think it was done in that first Space Jam movie, and that's where it stayed. It didn't go any further. And yeah, I mean, we've she seen was her. an original character for that movie, wasn't she? Yeah. And then since then, yeah, they've made her again less curvy. And you know, it's a kids' movie. She doesn't need to be <laughs> flirtatious. I mean, I was going to say we're not talking about Jessica Rabbit here, but she's still a cartoon character. Moving on. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think the animation style, I mean, when it's 2D, apart from, you know, all the, the cameos and plugs for upcoming projects, I liked the designs and they look really good. And that's the thing, actually, you know, mentioned the, you know, the basketball jerseys already. Let's go with jerseys. And they're dressed in the classic one from 96. And then they are made into 3D. The characters responded, which I thought was interesting. They recognized that they visually looked different. And that's <laughs> when they first got the, the blue and orange jersey. And then when it switched back and the 2D again at the end, I kind of thought they were going to be dressed in white again. But they didn't reverse that part. They were then just wearing 2D oh, yeah, versions yeah, yeah. of that same jersey. But anyway, that was just a, a good point. On the, on the 2D... On the 2D of it all, obviously very cool to see, you know, to spend some time in the, you know, in the 2D world and all that. I feel like having LeBron James turn into a 2D animated character during all of that it kind of just cheapened the movie to me. And I don't know, I don't know where your stance is. Is, is, is with it. like I get what they were doing again. It's probably just because I was like, oh, let's try and do something a little bit different, but. Just seeing Michael Jordan as a live-action character, a live-action person, interacting with the 2D Bugs Bunny. Like, I don't know, I just get a kick out of that. And even though it would have probably been, you know, a little bit of repeating, I think they could have literally done exactly what they did in this with, with you know, when they were in the 2D sort of world, but with a live-action LeBron James. Yeah. I don't know why they had to 2D him up. I did, just felt like, hey, for for... 15, 20 minutes, we're just going to, the movie's just going to be 2D. And that's what we got. It was just a 2D. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, again, it was just wanting to have more of a difference compared to that first movie. Whether it was a cost thing, whether it was his personal preference, I don't know. Because when he's going to all the different worlds, like he's stylized, he's 2D animation. You know, when he's dressed as Robin to Bugs Bunny's Batman. Yeah. That, I don't know. I mean, they had a reason for it. But then there is that sequence in that first Space Jam movie where you do see an animated Michael Jordan when they're like, it's towards the end of the movie and it's if things go wrong and it's got him like writing something. But Michael Jordan is animated. I have no idea what you're talking about, really. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah the first movie. Yeah, there's a oh. sequence. So I'm, I think it might be, 
you know, the bad guys saying, and you know, this is what will happen. And it does have, I've got a memory. Oh yeah, but, that, right but that's like, like a, but that's like a, um, like a dream sequence, a fantasy. Yeah, but you, but you get what I mean. They have done it before for a different reason. Yeah, but, but that movie at a time did. So again, like it's not drastically different. I get what you're saying. Like we are getting a lot more of him in animation form and he's interacting with characters. But you know, I'm with you. I would have liked it if he would have been live action more. But then we do get it for the rest of the movie. So I don't know. Like I'm watching this movie, right? And I'm thinking, you know what? Well, I'm not hating it. So that's like, oh, to, to be honest, like, you I'm know, watching, had, so I'm watching this movie, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I'm hating this. <laughs> like, that's that's what I, I'm I, thinking. I, I was going with it and I didn't watch it with my kids and, I'm, and they do want to watch it. So I'm oh, going to have to watch it again. <laughs> but, you know, was, inter- inter- okay. I was in a pretty packed cinema with, and there was a lot of kids. I have to tell you, I heard no laughter. Like this whole oh, movie. Really? You know when oh. you watch a kids movie and it's like, it's like, oh, the kids are having a good time, and then that kind of like gets you, you know, into it and all that kind of. It was really quiet. Oh, that's not good. That's not like, good at all. And that, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I didn't ask every kid, you know, do you have a good time? And maybe they did. Maybe they're like, oh yeah, yeah, no, we did. But you know, I just didn't have that sense of like, right? Because that was. Time. But I don't. Know. That was part of what I'm thinking. Because my kids do like Looney Tunes, and they're getting in, into them more and more. So my eldest was brought up on Disney, whereas my youngest, she's leaning more towards Looney Tunes. So we're watching quite a bit together and she's wanting to see this new Space Jam movie. So I was curious what kids were going, how kids were going to react, but that's not good. What, you're, what you were saying, I, mean, now, I wasn't in a packed screening, but there were you know, quite a few people in there. And actually one reference, so this little kid like close to me, like he pointed out and said to what looked like his nana, look, it's Rick and Morty. And I'm thinking, he shouldn't know who they are. He's waiting yeah. to know them. Wait, does Warner Brothers have, like, own Rick and Morty? Is it? Well, one, well I mean, they must Rick do. and Morty, it's Adult Swim, which is under Cartoon Network, which is Warner Brothers. So, oh, okay, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I, I guess not directly, <laughs> but when you trace it back, yeah. Yeah, I mean, or they just made a call and it was like, hey, "Nah, that's, that wouldn't happen." Yeah. But I mean, they are. But again, it, it definitely is Adult Swim. Like here in I'll Australia, we get it on Netflix, but it's yeah, yeah. one of those. I want to give one, I guess, one positive of this movie. <laughs> one, at least one. It's probably more, um, but yeah, one positive. When we do get to the you know the main basketball game, and we've got the Looney Tunes playing. Not the not the first quarter, not the first half, but the the second half when they, you know, it's it, the whole thing is, it's like, oh, you know, LeBron James is all about like it's, it's about the fundamentals. We got to play it my way, and then they're they're all trying to be him, and it's not working. And then when they fully embrace the fact that it's like they've got to be loony, they've got to be who they are, and that's got to be themselves. Movie, mm-hmm. fantastic. The movie really lets each of the Looney Tunes, I think, shine a lot better than I think that first one did. I feel like like the first one, you know, we got a bit of time with each of them, you know, sort of doing their own thing. But this one, it was really like, a, it was like they had their own power set and their sort of Looney Tunes was their, their basketball ball ability. Like, I, I don't know. I think that it just, that worked well in this 
if not better than in that first one, which yeah, no, again, there's one positive. I'd, I'd agree with that. But on the back of that though, the part where any, any sons reacting to this, where LeBron James comes out and he's essentially like, they're all going to be loony and the Looney Tunes are doing their thing. And LeBron James is looking quite serious. Like he does for most of the movie, to be honest. But then he just pulls that face. That's his worst performance in the whole movie. Like he just seems so <laughs> forced. And, I don't know. Um, yeah. You know what you don't want to be? The goofy pull, face like that. Pulls the goop, yes. Um, yeah, like, oh, like, I'm, I'm fun, Dad. I'm silly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a goofball. Yeah, that face. And do you know what the movie uh. was reminding me of? <laughs> the Peter Pan movie, Hook. When you've got Pan's kid, it has been manipulated by Captain Hook. Right. Yeah, That's happening yeah, in this yeah. movie. So I'm watching it. Oh, it's the plot from Hook. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this movie before. It's like a cross between Space Jam and Hook. Hook Jam. No. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. guess they kind of go to like a Neverland type place. Oh, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot like Spielberg. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, it's well. a lot like Spielberg's Ready Player One. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> just think, you know, Spielberg, you know, I've actually seen this movie, and he's like, hang on, I've seen this movie. I've made this movie. What? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like we've, we've talked, we talked about this movie enough. Before we get to our rating, we might get a sequel. Now, if we look at the box office... It's actually doing pretty well. And last time I checked, it's currently beating Black Widow. So who knows? Oh, what? Yeah. I mean, kids movie. What? Kids movie. Yeah. It doesn't need to be the best movie. It just needs to be a movie that enough kids want to see. Anyway, the director, Malcolm D. Lee, he was asked, if this movie is a success, who could you see? Like, you know, if we're going to look at a, a, like a sports personality, for a third film, it's got to be someone big. We've had Michael Jordan, we've had LeBron James, and there have been talks in the past about looking at sports personalities from different sports. And I'll do a recap of that when we get to the trivia. I know you covered it on the Rewinding Review special. <laughs> but again, the director was asked, like, hey, if you were going to do a third Space Jam movie, who would you want? And do you know who he said? Dwayne Johnson. And I'm like, you know what? That could work. Actor Dwayne Johnson, it's Space Jam, but with wrestlers. All the best wrestlers are selected. Dwayne Johnson's not a wrestler anymore. He comes out of retirement. There's a movie in that. There is a movie in that. But who knows? Wrestle Jam. This, this could be... <laughs> I mean, space has got nothing to do with basketball. It's space and cyberspace. So they could still find a way to have it be Space Jam. But this could be the last Space Jam movie. I mean, I've still not seen it yet, but there is technically another. Teen Titans, go see Space Jam. So the right, yes, have already yeah. made a third move, but I know we've not seen that one yet. But yeah, so, hey, this might be part two of the trilogy. Third one starring Dwayne Johnson. Who knows? But this movie, though, if you're going to rate it out of five. Oh, yeah, I've got to tell you, I'd, 
Yeah, I, I, I did not like this movie. As much as I tried to, as much as I wanted to, it just, I just couldn't get past just the corporate, blatant marketing, cross-promotion, cameo-infused, Warner Brothers-heavy IP stuff. I don't think that sentence was in order of words, correct? But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that aside, I don't know, like, that, that felt dirty. It wasn't, there's no soul to this movie. There's fun stuff in it. There's, there is Looney Tunes eventually. But they're not the focus of this movie. Um, as, much as, as much as this movie, visually, there's things happening. And, you know, overall, there's a big improvement over that original movie. It's like, by the end of it, I was just like looking back at this movie being like, it was too loud. And yes, it makes me sound like a grumpy old man. This movie was too loud. And I mean that audibly, like the sound. I was just like, there's just too many songs that I don't like. <laughs> too loud. Too many sound effects that just don't need to be there. And then visually, so loud. There's colours and bips and bops and I don't know. Just too much, too much. What I wanted in this was to be like, look, I've got no anticipation, but this happened with Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle and I had a good time. It was a sequel to a beloved movie that no one asked for, mm. but it blew me away. Me too. I wanted that and I, not even close. Not yeah, even close. Well, maybe next time, if they do bring in Dwayne Johnson, just like with Welcome maybe. to the Jungle, you might get maybe. that. Maybe. Ring jam. <laughs> nope. Nope. Try, <laughs> Try again. We'll, we'll keep working. Rock jam. Just rock jam. No, that's stupid. That sounds like music. Anyway, again, I'm... space isn't basketball. It's where they go. It's what they're. Anyway, sorry, you're rating. It might be too high, but two out of five. Oof. Two out of five. I don't oh, know. I feel oh. like that's too high because. Yeah, this is a. This is a disgusting movie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think too, maybe too high for a disgusting movie. Maybe. But you know what? I'm glad you're sitting down because I'm coming in higher, at a two, higher than a two. And reason being, I, I know for a fact, knowing my kids, they're going to like this film. There's going to be things in there that they're going to enjoy, characters that they enjoy from other things. and. I'd recommend it to them. You know, as a kid's movie, I do think they'll enjoy it. And for that reason, it's higher than I would come in normally and if it was just for me, but just with it being a kid's film or family film, I'm going to come in three. And, and even as I say three, it sounds way too high. And it's, again, but it's what I'm going to stick with. I'm going to give it three out of five. I always say three is a recommend. I'd recommend it to my kids, not necessarily <laughs> adults, but it's a, it is a kid's movie though. It, it is. I Just mean, like, honestly, when I was a kid watching, I'm saying a kid, what would I have been in 12? So at 12, when the first Space Jam came out, my parents didn't care about Space Jam. They didn't want to see Space Jam. They didn't watch Space Jam. And it was a kid's movie then, and this is a kid's movie now. So yeah, I'm going to come in at a three, three out of five. If you if you were I know you stick to your three, but if you were to rate it purely for yourself though, 
Mm. And to other adults, even even for like-minded adults, that you know have that childish flavor in them. Like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm more in line with you. Correct answer. So well, I don't I'm, I'm very curious. It. I don't even want to say it. I'm sort of stumbling right. off the way. But yeah, right. if um, once you get your kids to sit down and watch it, you know, even if we do this off air, I would like you to come back to me and tell me what the feedback is. I'm I'm curious. I just want to I want to continue to get they they might like it less than me. But I've said it now. I'm curious. I'm going to give it a three out of five. There is there's things to like, but oh, that Superman sequence, yeah. Like I said, that really thumbs up. Left a bad taste in my mouth. But there is things to enjoy, and we've mentioned them. Hopefully. Okay, so as always, we're going to close out some trivia. Now, I mean, I go as far as saying this is recycled trivia because you literally said it on the Space Jam episode. But the amount of people listening to this that didn't listen to that. And I think it's worth noting that, yes, this is a Space Jam sequel, but they tried many times over the years to sequelize that first movie. After the original idea for Space Jam was cancelled, there was an idea for a spy film titled Spy Jam, starring Jackie Chan, but he left the project and it evolved into Looney Tunes back in action in 2003. So I see where you're coming from now when you're thinking, okay, so if it's not Space Jam, it's Spy Jam. So that's where you're trying to change up that word. Because there's also other examples. Maybe I should have read this ahead of time or remembered what we <laughs> talked about on that last show. I mean, we, we did. We did talk about all these. But, uh, yes. Warner Brothers also had ideas for Skate Jam, Golf Jam and Race Jam but they were all disregarded. <laughs> but again, I stand by the fact that space is nothing to do with a sport. It's outer space or cyberspace. But that's the trivia. Again, I mean, at least the space is consistent. Like, yeah, which, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, good. Well, that's it for our review of Space Jam, A New Legacy. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that Film Stew Podcast. We also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All of episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmstewpodcast.com. Keep an eye out for our next review, Gunpowder Milkshake. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon. That's all, folks. Oh, you got to say it. <laughs> That's all, folks.